Transparency is the soundbite of the day. You can't have a conversation without mentioning the word. I feel like Dr. Cellophane. But without it, can industry, employers, insurance companies, and physicians groups work together in a win-win program? You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host, and with me today is Mr. Francois DeBrant. Mr. DeBrant is the CEO of Bridges to Excellence, a not-for-profit organization that designs and creates programs that encourage physicians and physician practices to deliver safer, more effective, and efficient care by giving them financial and other incentives to do so. Mr. DeBrant serves on the board of directors of MassPro, the advisory board of the University of Connecticut School of Health Administration, and eHealth Connecticut, Connecticut's Health Information Exchange. Welcome, Mr. DeBrant. Thanks for joining us at the Clinician's Roundtable. Thank you. Bridges to Excellence recognizes and rewards healthcare providers who demonstrate that they've implemented comprehensive solutions in the management of patients. Do you expect the same from health plans? Well, we do, and that might be ambitious on our part, but I do think that the health plans and the health plan executives with whom we dialogue on a regular basis uh, truly want to respond to employer demands and employer needs in uh, driving better quality and better performance in physician care. I was recently at a Council of Economics meeting at our local medical society, and we had a presentation from Blue Cross Blue Shield, and they had a whole list of things in their profiling system that the doctor's office should call patients for this test and that test. And I said to them, you guys have the computer systems. Why aren't you taking the responsibility for contacting them? Is that something Bridges of Excellence might expect from an insurance company, to get people for their mammography, colonoscopy, stop smoking? Well, really, there are a couple of things that we look at in certifying or designating health plan implementations of paper performance programs. And some of this is in response to the activities that uh, Attorney General Cuomo has had in, in New York State. And I want to segment it into really two parts. One is what kind of data are they using to measure and assess the quality of physician care and what methodologies are they using to determine efficiency or relative efficiency of, of physician care. And on the quality side, what we're really truly looking for is whether or not they are using uh, our recognition status, uh, status as, a, as a key indicator. And the reason why we're looking for that is because it is based on medical record information, not claims information, and so as a result of which, uh, it is more reliable and more credible. On the cost side, what we're looking at is whether or not they're not falling into the trap of small sample sizes, that the methodology is rigorous and standardized, and there are some emerging national standards on all of us. On March 28, 2008, Bridges to Excellence announced certification of Cigna, Aetna, and Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. What did they do to meet this criteria? How did they earn certification? Well, the single biggest thing they've, they've accomplished is, is really a harmonization and standardization in the way they look at, measure, uh, and reward quality performance of physicians. And here's why this is important. When you think about the, the number of payers that you have in your practice, the different demands from each payer, if each one of them comes with slightly different quality programs and incentives that vary from program to program, it's virtually impossible to figure out what to do. And what we found is that in order to motivate physicians to change, in order to give them uh, the ability to quantify the benefits of change, uh, there needs to be a harmonized signal. And so that means you know, standardizing on quality measures, sending a very strong signal to the physicians that say, if you do X, 
you will get Y in rewards. So the goal then is that each of the health insurers will follow a single set of criteria in evaluating the physician performance. That's correct, and that really is one of the commitments that they've made. Now, on the website, again, I'm sort of playing a devil's advocate. It says the designation is achieved after a rigorous review of the health plan's program and its adherence to a set of core principles that are foundational to Bridges to Excellence's mission. What constitutes a rigorous review? Well, you know, I've been at this for a fair amount of time, and we spend a lot of effort looking at the specific methodologies that the plans are using. We look for the telltale signs of, uh, you know, what I would consider to be good versus adequate or bad. And it's not, you know, it really isn't very complicated. The first step is to look at sample sizes. So if sample sizes aren't at least greater than 30, the methodology is simply not going to be good enough for us. And that would be 30 per physician. 30 per physician, exactly, right. And, and you know what? Many plans do not reach that basic level of, of criteria, and so that gets them out of our game. Man, you wouldn't even have any power for analysis on a sample size. Well, that's correct, but we, you have to remember that for many of them, the goal of the assessment isn't necessarily to... I mean, it's partially to create rewards, but it's also to create indicators for their plan members. And so, you know, since our programs are really designed to look at dollars, we want the precision to be much higher. Okay. That was the first. What other things are you looking at then? The other thing we're looking at is the extent to which they're using the right types of case mix adjusters, the extent to which the peer comparisons are the right ones. Uh, so several, several elements that aren't super complicated, but really are telltale signs of good versus simply average. How will you monitor their compliance over a period of time? Well, right now, the designations really are yearly designations, so they're valid for one year based on the programs that the plans have today, and so next year, we'll reevaluate what they're doing. Are there criteria for revocation of a certificate? Well, I guess the revocation would happen if they change their methodology midstream, and so far, you know, we have no inclination that uh, they would do that. But there are monitors. Yeah, we do monitor this, and, and we look at it carefully, and we, you know, we t- these, are, these are health plans that we have good relationships with that we talk to very often. I'd like to welcome those who are just joining us at the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Francois de Brandt, CEO of Bridges to Excellence, and we're discussing transparency and the Bridges to Excellence Health Plan Certification Program. What's the cost to a health plan of getting certified? I mean, these plans are existing, if you will, customers of Bridges to Excellence because we license to them the right to use our programs. So we do this really as a way to inform providers and as a way to inform purchasers, employers, about the rigor with which a plan is designing and implementing a pay-for-performance program. So a insurance company can license the Bridges to Excellence program and utilize it without achieving certification. Certification means that they've complied to your standards. That's correct. Now, you know, the programs themselves have certain principles and certain rules associated to them that the plans have to adhere to, but the way they use them and blend them and mix them into their existing incentive programs really is up to them. However, if they do it, you know, what we would say if they do it the right way, then that's when we would give them our designations. There was an article in the March 6, 2008 Los Angeles Times Health insurers get poor marks from hospitals. United Healthcare Group received an unfavorable opinion of 91% from hospital executives. 
WellPoint was second worst with 48% unfavorable and Cigna 47% unfavorable. WellPoint owns Blue Cross Blue Shield of California. And Alan Korn, Senior Vice President and Chief Medical Officer of Blue Cross Blue Shield, is on your board. Shouldn't this make me a little bit wary of what's going on with the utilization of the Bridges to Excellence program and certification by Bridges to Excellence of these plans? We look really exclusively at what they're doing on the physician side. So we don't monitor what they're doing on the hospital side. Ours are programs that are really designed for physician incentives, not hospital incentives. Let me go one step further then. Again, I was at a recent meeting of our Council of Medical Economics, and Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois unveiled their physician profiling program, which is entirely based on claims data. Shouldn't Dr. Korn sort of step in and say, hey, hold it, guys. Uh, I'm on Bridges to Excellence, and this claims data isn't so good? You know, I think there's broad recognition that claims data are overall inadequate to robustly measure physician performance. The, the, The challenge is that they are ubiquitous, and so it is the type of data that is the most accessible and most used by plans because they have it. Getting data from medical records is complicated. So the challenge of adding different types of data, medical record data, to assessment of physician performance is clearly a goal, I think, of most plans. But the problem is getting a a hand on enough data to make the measurement valid. And so part of our discussion with health plans has been and continues to be that they should always offer physicians an option. And option A is claims because that's what exists in mass uh, amounts. Option two is medical records. And the answer from the physicians can't always be no and no, because performance assessment is something that is absolutely critical to the employer and consumer communities. So the question really isn't how not to be measured more than how can measurement be done in a more robust fashion. And that is one of the things that we really look at in our designation. And so the extent to which the plans are using our data, medical record-based performance assessments, then they can achieve that certification. If they're not, they won't. So I guess what I've missed is, or now I'm understanding, is that Bridges to Excellence is really a physician-centered program, and the health plan certification is not looking at the health plans in terms of the way they're running themselves, but it's really how they're relating to their contracted physicians. Well, that's exactly right. And again, I mean, I think going back to the statements and the actions from Attorney General Cuomo, the big issue really is about transparency. What methods are you using to assess performance? Are they robust enough? Do they stand the basic tests of reasonableness? And what options are you providing physicians in order to both look at, understand, and potentially contest the validity of the performance assessment. And so I think that's a lot of what we're doing in our designations. We're looking at the methodologies. We're trying to make sure that the methods are fair and equitable. And we are forcing the issue on the table that using claims data only is simply not appropriate. Would Bridges to Excellence consider in the future developing a program that really looks at the methodologies of the insurance companies in terms of the way they designate care as either experimental. Again, I'm referring to a specific incident with young woman, Natalie Sarkeesian, who Cigna refused to approve transplant, a liver transplant until hours before the girl died. Yet Cigna is certified by BTE and their Jeff Kang, their chief medical officer, said we're pleased to receive the BTE certification as it underscores Cigna's commitment to our quality and our efforts to improve the health and well-being of our members. Well, 
now I understand from BTE that's the physician side of it. But if we're going to be transparent, doesn't somebody need to develop a program that looks at what these companies are doing? Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think we would all be better served with having more oversight on the over on the general policies that plans are using in determining, you know, what is commonly called medical appropriateness. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's not our game because what we're really trying to focus on is the transformation of care and physician practices. And so we want to try to stick to our mission, focus on it as best we can, and make change happen everywhere in the country at that level. I'd like to thank Mr. Francois Debron for being my guest and for being a good sport on this program. We've been discussing transparency in the Bridges to Excellence Health Plan Certification Program. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions. Please visit us at ReachMD.com and explore our on-demand and podcast features, which gives you access to our entire program library. Until next time, I wish you good day and good health.